0: Hello everyone, this is the Health Hunters Podcast, I'm Roxanne, and right now I'm alone at the studio because Fernando is in Spain, so um, I've called him up. Fernando, how are you in Spain?
1: Hi Roxanne, I'm actually pretty good, this is amazing, I really love to be like on the sun, yes, I'm really enjoying the moment up here.
0: <laughs> Probably I a lot of sun, huh?
1: I don't have any complaints. It doesn't hurt to be here.
0: Yeah, nice. So uh, we have reached our monthly chat, May. And um, yeah, let's talk. What have you been up to?
1: I went to a a mud bat. I mean, first I'm going to tell you where geographically where I'm located. So I'm in a south part of Spain, southeast part of Spain. On a very, you know, on a peninsula where they have like a small sea, like they call that the Mar Menor, which is a small, a small sea, because it's against like the, the Mediterranean Sea, where they call the Mar Mayor, which is the bigger sea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it is is soup is full or is a salt. Post water so it's very it's they have salt factories and and everything, and they even call that like as a gold uh, i'm quoting up here gold uh white gold because everything is like super white or pink because of the salt you oh, know what wow. i mean like the on on the on the sea mm-hmm. from the airport to there i i seen it like a lot of um agriculture uh fields and so on like a lot of oranges a lot of a lot of lemons probably coming from this region and they are probably coming from a very let's say salty soil because such a concentration of salt on that region he uh, y- have influences of the taste of these vegetables you know like so my first day i was like okay i have to do something for the health hunters podcast uh, like yeah, drying all of it was quite nice. It was so good. I was so surprised with the flavor. It kind of exploded in your, in your, in your tongue.
0: What made a difference? The taste there. I,
1: I think so. It's that you know what I mean because it's such a area where they have the coast. Because it's most of this agriculture is on the coast. I mean, of course, I, I as I was doing some investigation over over this. I mean, I was in holidays, but at the same time. Hunting for uh, informations <laughs> regarding to help.
0: Yeah,
1: nice. Um, I noticed that they—it's all full. Like they have mountains, and then after the mountains, all the agriculture. Because of the the agriculture practice, they do they somehow uh, they have all these uh, chemicals and they use it to grow. I mean, some of them can be biological again. So uh, it just doesn't matter which the source. At least I didn't get like where the information from. The only thing it is these parts of the sea they get a lot of um alg- algae um so the seaweed and the seaweeds are they grow very rapidly and they actually take out the oxygen for the fish, and the fish eventually die mm. so as I was walking on a on a on a beach on the coast there, I could feel the smell of dead fish. Mm. and according to what I understood, because they also have like the information of the quality of the water, like with the QR code, so you can scan it and see the quality of the water on that specific uh, beach. Um, it was okay, you know what I mean? There was no problem. Uh, and one of the things, like nitrates, they don't really affect us on our, you know, in, in that qu- quantity, they don't really affect us our our bones or our skin you know what I mean like they are quite neutral in that sense for us but for the algae it's extremely beneficial which means like it's not beneficial for the fish and exists this balance out there and eventually the fish die Hmm.
0: so could you say that there was not enough algae there so that's why you could smell the the dead fish no the opposite the opposite
1: of it there (laughs) was too much algae
0: oh too much algae and
1: they yeah, they take out all the oxygen from the water, and then the fish die with no oxygen to breathe.
0: Oh, that's really sad.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's a little bit of a sad part of it. Yeah. But you know, the other things that I also did after a few days of walking around. Yeah, they have mud beds there, and. uh They, of course, I was like super impressed by it because I was walking and I see people completely covered in mud, and I'm like, what's happening in there?
0: (laughs) It has these good, good for the skin, I guess, you know, natural uh, minerals stuff.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, they, they, of course, yeah, they draw like a lot of impurities on the skin, and it works like as a flient, right? They extract dead, dead skin cells. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, uh, relaxing the sore muscles. They have a lot of benefits. Okay. Like and did the you do it? Condition. Of course I did.
0: <laughs> and? How did you and feel afterwards?
1: It was amazing. I felt like, okay, the skin was quite dry for me afterwards. But when you put like some oil, I, I used like uh, natural oil on the skin. It feels amazing. It feels like really like it did the job. Because, you know, as using as exfoliant. is basically scent paper on your skin because you are taking out the dead skin right yeah but as you as as you then nourish the skin you know what i mean like yeah that's amazing nice. so yeah it's a lot of sulfur uh, and zinc magnesium i was reading like a, a i have here the pamphlet and i'm looking at the informations and it it's just <laughs> it is just amazing yeah
0: nice
1: yeah Apparently, what I heard from a local there, it says like a lot of people around the area in Spain go travel all the way to this spot because of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's a very it's very salty water, so it's very beneficial for, you know, ikizemas and stuff like that. And then they have these muds, then it's also very good for the skin. So it was it was spectacular. I really nice. recommend it.
0: Yeah, and c- could you also um, get this mud also, do they also sell it, you know, for uh, for um, beauty-wise or, you know, for souvenirs for people who go there or even with the salt? Can you get that's salt? The f-
1: <laughs> that's the thing. They th- That's the thing. Here, they don't, the, in terms of um, legal reasons, uh, this place, they gasp. Be available for because of the ecosystem, you know what I mean? Like it Mm -hmm. cannot be used as a commercial point of view.
0: So it's only, oh,
1: okay, yeah. I found it very beautiful that part of it because any person can go there, grab some mud, and put it on the skin. So they don't really have any resorts or uh, national, like, you know close parks or anything like that so it, it has like a very ecological importance mm. on the on uh, on this on the system up there on the salinas on the south areas of uh, san pedro de Pi, uh, del pinotar then they don't really allow that to sell or to take it away from it you really have to put the mud in the skin and then put the mud again back in the uh, in a in a lake, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. That—that's—that's that's what the uh, the government did that there. So. so yeah, we, I think
1: it's like a city, a city thing, but I think it's the government, thing. like, yeah, yeah.
0: That they did it like this in a way. That's really nice, right? That you just keep the mud where the mud is, and then just people need to go to that specific place to experience it. I guess.
1: Yeah, I think so. It just keeps like all the. You know all the coasts uh, and the microbes and everything in in place and balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, of course, like your dead skin will be food for some of the um, microorganisms there. Like mm-hmm. I believe, you know, some uh, you know that uh, fish who can survive. Like it's. I mean, if you see it, it's not the only place to do that. Yeah. If we see like in other different countries, uh, for example, uh, in Jordan uh, with the Dead Sea. Yeah. Right, like in Malaysia, also they have the mold volcano in Iceland, they also have the blue lagoon. That's true, uh, they need all of these kind of things in there however some some of the places are over commercialized
0: yeah
1: and and making like so much of of these promises yeah. and they i mean we know that and, you know and not everyone can sustain these type of things. exist so many contraindications for it for people who, for instance, who have dry skin it's not indicated for doing salt um, yeah. uh, salt baths like that yeah. because it dries your skin even more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So luckily in in the place that you went it's not commercialized and stuff.
1: No, I I didn't felt like that way. Really okay. they 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 uh, they show like they have a, uh, a place where you do the, the salt uh salt uh, mud uh, area but they don't really the only thing they next dimension to you is just don't take it with you just don't go to the other part of the sea to the Mediterranean sea with this salty water because it's high concentrated in that um that area you know what I mean like in that space and i mean it's it's still quite big you know like it's it's, it's still a quite big um, big area i think i would say like it's around like 2 kilometers of um, black sand, I mean, or black uh, salt mud, you know oh, what I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, so and it's a lot
1: of area, yeah,
0: yeah, and have you been exploring also the local foods there
1: yes, i did i i I was very like I said to you, I was very impressed by the vegetables in there were incredible, uh uh, one one of the things that they are not appealing. They are not beautiful. They don't really look mm-hmm. to be beautiful, and that's that's amazing. how you know notice that nature is beautiful the way it is, right? Mm-hmm. But but yeah. uh, there they have like this very beautiful in their own way because it's so unsymmetric, You know, uh, like type of paprika, yeah. um, red peppers, right? Yeah. Then. I was impressed with the flavor, Roxanne. I was yeah. very, very satisfied. Describe yeah. it for me. <laughs> well, I cannot, I mean, it's just, he it explode the flavors in the tongue. Like,
0: wh- yeah, but what kind of flavors?
1: Red pepper is quite of uh, sweet in flavor.
0: So it's a lot more, 10 times maybe sweeter than. The red pepper that we can get from the Albert Heijn here in the Netherlands, for example.
1: I think so. I will probably mention in the, another the way. I think like <laughs> like the paprika, it contains somehow more salt than the the ones that we consume it in the supermarket. It kind of increase the flavor of sweetness. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it kind of increase that that flavor because when you bite, you find the sweet, but then you find the salt, and because of the salt, it, it increase the flavor of sweet. Mm. I mean, I, I honestly don't know how to describe that because it's just so much flavor on one bite. Mm. When here you have to put the salts and the peppers and all the condiments to make food taste, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you just, one of the things that I did, you just boil like some, uh, some broccoli in water with almost with no salt, you know what I mean? Is enough because me, it you know already I mean?
0: has salt in it because of that environment
1: perhaps i mean i don't know how to describe it because it's mm. just it was amazing i will or maybe i would have already too much salt in my system because i was swimming in a place where it was already extremely saturated with salt you know yeah, what i mean that,
0: that could be also a possibility wow sounds nice
1: it was very nice you know at, at that area and this area that I was saying, it was like a, also um military uh, area. And they have like the airport for the military, but I don't think so they didn't function anymore. Mm-hmm. But they do have like um, some uh, airplanes. So they have like some rehearsals with the airplanes. It was quite noisy, I would say that. <laughs> it was nice to see on the image, like the the, the airplanes doing some acrobats and stuff like that yeah like old airplanes and they were not new stuff you know what i mean they were like old airplanes like making a lot of noise (laughs)
0: yeah yeah nice really cool
1: yeah it was quite nice one of the interesting things i've seen about this part of the coast of the mediterranean they have also fish and they fishing right fishing fishing catching fish just catching the fish and uh Unfortunately, because I I don't eat fish, I don't know. Not saying like unfortunately or fortunately, because you know, depends how do you the perspectives of it. I would just say like I, I didn't taste this, the fish from there mm-hmm. or the meat, but mainly that uh, area is mainly dedicated to the fish, to the seafood, mm-hmm. and and so on, because it's it, so much in that area.
0: Yeah, is it because you don't eat meat or is it that you don't like fish?
1: I back in the days I used to love fish a lot mm-hmm. it was my favorite food I, in high school we could choose like if you want to eat meat or fish canteen and I always always eating fish I don't know why I had like such an uh, <laughs> affinity to the fish part of it and actually when I changed to being a vegetarian I I was pescatarian for a period of time I was eating only fish. Okay, I was eating meat, but then I started eating only fish, and then from there I'm I changed it to um, to be a vegetarian.
0: Okay. And oh, I didn't know that you were fully vegetarian. I thought you would that you eat sometimes fish. Okay, fish. No, Maybe that's I what did I did not remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what they call uh, pescatarian. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, I did not yeah. know about
1: this. Okay. Now, I mean, these different types of uh, of diets, right? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, so yeah. like you have the fruit vegan.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I'm, then you have. Yeah, yeah, and then vegan, of course.
1: And after the vegan, you have probably like a, uh, eggs and uh, and daily products, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And I hear also sometimes um people only eat chicken meat and that's it.
1: Oh yeah, the flex uh, yeah the flex veget they call the flex flex, vegetarians right? Yeah, Yeah. they eat also white um white meat, so it's chicken. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: turkey, I think so, is also other type of meat than is white. Yeah. And uh, other uh uh, white meat also like it's it's, is definitely less uh has less problems in terms of you know uh, cholesterol and so on because they have less fat
0: yeah it's Um, a lighter meat you can say mm -hmm. yeah and i'm still sort of a pescatarian. i sometimes eat fish but i'm also leaning towards slowly not yeah being a being a fully vegetarian i i don't need to I, i don't have the need to eat also fish anymore
1: yeah. No, I was eating fish because I I, I love to you eat love. fish. I, okay. I was like very um, like back in, back home. Uh, we do have uh, the sardines. Is very typical. Yeah, the to sardines
0: make are so sard- good. Tell <laughs> me
1: about it, uh, That was amazing back in the yeah back in the days. Eating sardines yeah. uh, it was extremely good, but. Uh, especially because the, the small ones
0: yeah uh, it's like yeah, chips they... you know you're eating chips like the Scripps crispy <laughs> ones <laughs> but what made you want to actually um, yeah what made you not want to eat fish anymore
1: I think like when I moved to Iceland uh, it yeah. was no it, they don't uh, even if there's a country where they live really uh, the part of the economy of The Icelandic economy it's based in the fish coda right in the fish um, uh, fishing on the sea Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't really I I, I didn't really felt like they really know how to cook fish (laughs) most of it is they send it two other countries to buy and to cook for themselves, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. In Iceland, they don't really eat fish that much, except probably lax, then it's uh, salmon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but salmon is almost, is like it's it's not even, it's, it, people consider it like it's not even fish, it's meat. Because you know? <laughs> 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 it's just over there, you know? But uh, yeah, there was one of the things that I didn't I didn't felt the necessity of eating fish anymore because I didn't knew how to um how to find the fish again, how to prepare the fish, you know? Mm. Um, it was different the, the different type of fish was different than I could find in in
0: the in the in Mediterranean Portugal. or Portugal. Yeah, Mediterranean, yeah. yeah.
1: It was yeah. different. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right.
1: But one of the things like also like in terms of of eating fish, like of course I I, I notice uh when I when I was eating only, uh, being a pescatarian, right, when I was only eating uh, fish. fish of it, I noticed then afterwards I had the need of taking vitamins to uh, replace the omega-3. Omega-3, yeah.
0: Yeah, but
1: because I, it's I'm, such a... Yeah,
0: but you're still uh, taking it though, right?
1: No, I don't no. take it anymore. No, because I found uh, different... Ways of taking omega three, looking at uh, shea seeds, flax, hemp seeds, for instance, they contain a lot of omega three and omega six. Yeah. yeah. So it don't, it don't necessarily have to come from fish, even if it's the best source of uh, of this of this uh, um, fatty acids. Yeah. Um, I still decide to find a different source coming from uh, plant source.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. But you don't miss it, or do you miss it, <laughs> the
1: fish? I, f- I think I managed to forgot.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: I, I managed to forgot. I- Even if I'm here in Spain and see people eating fish, <laughs> I still don't remember anymore the-, the the texture of it, like how it feels on the tongue, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah you've forgotten like- it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have, like, the this, you know... Uh, You know, in the supermarket, they do have that, uh, you know, artificial meat, what they call like uh, meat alternatives. Mm -hmm. And you kind of like try to resemble a lot of the color, a lot of the texture and the flavor of meat. Yeah. I I don't remember the meat to taste like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's still off. And some of other people who eat that, they told me like, yeah, it's not the same because it's super different. You know, you can notice when you're eating a burger (laughs) with real meat or a burger with this alternative meat. And advertisement is always showing like then people cannot notice the difference. I kind of understand when people say like, no, it's not true. I think it's a very specifically and I imagine that people are wasting a lot of money in researching things like that. Just for make people change that to a meat, meat to a vegetarian, Yeah. or at least a more balanced, like based in vegetables and so on. But I don't think so. It's correct.
0: Hmm. Interesting. You know what I've been up to, Fernando? I've been just you know thinking about the talk we had with Bo about microgreens, and um, that you know the, these spicy microgreens are super nice to eat with foods and stuff you know just to change to spice it spice it up with a dish or something mm-hmm. and it looks really colorful and so i'm, I'm probably gonna explore the different microgreens
1: yeah I, they are very beneficial right they have a lot of of beneficial not only that on the on the on a plate, <laughs> but also in terms <laughs> of the system, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It has a lot of nutrition in it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was it's a very was a very good talk, actually, with Bo.
0: Yeah,
1: indeed. Yeah. I, I actually had my... I, I didn't start my microgreens yet, but, uh, yeah, microgreens, you can start them... You you up. can
0: uh, actually... um How do you... You can plant... You can do it all year round, actually, because... You don't need a lot of space just inside in your kitchen. Actually, I should also start making them, but I'm a bit slightly too lazy.
1: <laughs> <I have laughs> they all involve things. a little bit of work anyway. Like, it's a lot of work. Even if they, yeah. I mean, I do start, I already start, of course, my tomatoes and my uh, plants in my balcony. They are still very small, um, but, and they, it takes a little bit of dedication up here. But with microgreens, I think, like, the only part of takes work is the fact that you have to cut them before they get too big.
0: Yeah. And,
1: yeah, and because otherwise they will, you know, take over the space. Yeah. Uh, but in 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 other sense, what I think is, like, the easy part of it is just, like, a few days and uh, and then you cut them out, yeah.
0: That's true. And speaking of plants, so the other time you you told me that I had these uh, black thingies, mites, right? Yeah. T- yeah. So I used your tip and then I showered all of my uh, plants. And now I see that my mostrella plant, a new a new leaf is coming out. so
1: wow. Yeah. So it really <laughs> <Nice>. helps, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. They will get very, they really enjoy like when he's. Basically, you know, if you see the, this plant moisture, they coming like from where it's raining all the time, and ah. it's like it's not coming from drying environments.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, raining forests where it's yeah. Just like, yeah.
0: So it's really a good tip. Tip at least once a month, shower your plants. Will be happy.
1: Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Do that because it's so it's so good. It's very because I mean the plants. They it, of course they drink water. From the roots, or they eat the you know what is in, in on the water mm-hmm. from the roots, right? Yeah. Uh, but they also have like tiny mouth openings on the leaves. They are very small, but they call stomatas oh. And uh, the stomatas they open and they close according to the the you know okay the times of the day. You know so if when it's when it's sun and when it's uh, dark or whiteness and darkness uh, but doing uh, doing some periods of time the stomatas they are also open and because of it you can just spray with water and they will uh, absorb the nu- nutrients through the water on the leaves directly
0: yeah oh wow you don't
1: have to go totally always from the roots they can also absorb like from the humidity like for instance like here in spain um, it, it's very hot it's a very warm uh, uh, dry days but in the night it gets uh, uh, also is still warm but is a in a, um, a sunrise when is that period of humidity and pressure the the you can feel like the this, this is wet everything is wet mm-hmm. so it's, it's a is a percentage there in terms of atmospheric pressure and uh, and humidity and temperature which makes like a lot of this liquid in the leaves and you can see like in all the plants then they, they become like you know um, on the edge of the leaf they they have that liquid you know what i mean coming yeah. out of it it's just yeah. basically the humidity getting closer to the leaf you know what i mean and, yeah. and they absorb to that that's yeah. why the shape of the leaf had that, like, you know, shape, so then they can drop the the water on the floor.
0: Yeah, The nice. little
1: drops, yeah.
0: That's really cool. Plants yeah. are amazing.
1: <laughs> they are impressive, yeah. They, it's, and especially here, when, when there's, like, so much salt in the soil. Mm-hmm. And they have, of course, like, I see here a lot of palm trees, but I don't think so palm trees were original from this region. I think this is all municipality, yeah palm trees but you have like the other ones that are more like native Mm -hmm. trees and plants you know like the rubber rubber plant you know is also probably original from here because this plant is quite almost like impossible to kill and actually it's just so uh in so strong you know it cannot destroy like the roads because of the roots everything because the plant grows like big 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 trees
0: yeah
1: on, uh, on this plant and other plants here around, which I don't even know the, na- the name of it, they still like uh, do impressively with such a warm environment. And we are just in May.
0: Yeah, in May. And
1: it's, and it's already like 30 degrees.
0: Oh, jealous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just 30 degrees. That's for people who are living in the Netherlands or D- typical Dutch people would say that 30 degrees is too hot for them.
1: Yeah, that's like a week in the <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> Here it's just May, so imagine how wow. it's going to be for the rest. You know, like yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But but yeah, I managed to look at these kind of things with this uh, perspective over you know like the the nature, and it it looks pretty nice. Yeah, really
0: nice. I heard I have heard people saying that actually. Um, uh it's a cold it's a cold spring in the Netherlands. It should be warmer
1: you think it should be warmer?
0: I think, but I'm not entirely sure though
1: i mean it's it's uh, people are used to have like warm weather and then when they don't have i mean this uh, this last year <laughs> we in November we had like a very warm November yeah,
0: that's and true. it's also
1: not normal to have such a normal thing uh yeah. But that's that's one of the things about like the the weather or like the seasons and so on, which I kind of disagree with most of, of what, uh, the way we put like the months, oh yeah, and yeah, and the weather to be there. Don't don't you think so?
0: Yeah, you said that once. Like for example, when it, it was uh, winter, you know, when New Year's Eve, actually, you said that uh, the New Year's should be in spring, because that's when the moment that ever, like, life comes out, uh, you have this certain energy that, you know, you want to be active, go outside, and then create your intentions or create your goals. Yeah. Like that. In a way, I, think so. I kind of agree, because I also have noticed since the end of April and then now May, I noticed that I have a lot more energy, you know, that I want to do something more compared to in the winter, which I had not a lot of energy. Yeah, I mean, they finished
1: the new year, but it's still the same. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So now's the moment to do a lot of stuff or start projects and stuff.
1: And it's not only that, we see it like because of the features of the of the seasons okay so i i mean you can name the month. you can look at the constellations out there and see like how uh what defined like the months because i think like the fact of you giving the name of months was because of the constellations
0: yeah
1: and then we have the feature of nature then it shows when actually the seasons has changed and this is the, the, the signs and shows that so Sanc today because we are in May right now, and it shows like this is May, maybe it's not May anymore this probably mm-hmm. it is uh, it's not yet may you know what I mean like mm-hmm. may it's, probably, it's it's coming it's coming but it, yeah. because the features are not there of of a may season so you're sa- we just, yeah mm-hmm.
0: so you're actually saying that you, we should observe more um to the nature like when could you say maybe the nature could be the the timeline so when the moment when for example the flowers pop out you can say oh this is now spring
1: yeah i think so because it's what we define that the the word spring and summer and winter and autumn it is because of the characteristics of it we notice mm-hmm. like sometimes like we are in autumn Almost like getting in winter, and the trees are still full of green leaves. Yeah, and that's not the features of autumn. Yeah. Autumn, we look at what yellow leaves and wind.
0: Yeah, wind. Yeah. Yeah. Rain. So it's less
1: rain. Yeah, there's like, it's some characteristics of and features in nature then we are so accustomed uh, to look at the calendar and refer that to what. The in the season is or, and i yeah. i kind of don't disagree i kind of not agree with that because yeah, yeah it's just not like this
0: yeah but how would you then identify it
1: i think it's true like the, the the temperatures the the features of the nature like uh, how the aspects of of that so i i see like I, I only wear a jacket when i feel cold Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, that moment, I feel the nets, that that's uh, that autumn or winter. Yeah. And and the days are getting shorter and so on. You know I mean? Like, but you cannot define totally that. It don't exist that line up there. It's not a very thin line. It's a very gross line where it defines the different types of the four seasons.
0: Yeah. So there is no... Yeah, like what you're saying, uh, um, a definite certain of time. Okay, now it's spring or now it's winter. It's just...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think like in the calendar, we do, do we have... Because in, in April, the 19th of April was the day of the sun, the summer. Yeah. Or what they call like the first day of summer. And and it still was cold, you know what I mean? Like So it's not. it doesn't really make too much sense to call that summer when it's not summer yet
0: yeah 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 that's interesting yeah but then yeah yeah i guess it's just a practical way to organize the days and the months you know yeah just looking at a practical side
1: yeah we look at the practical side but then you have you compromise like really a lot of um, on agriculture and so on, because the plants are not ready for producing mm-hmm. what the demand is for. Yeah. Just because it is like trying to find strawberries in the middle of the winter, for instance. Yeah, uh, it's not like an a, uh, it's not like the seasonal thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because of all these regimes, and uh, they 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 compromise a lot of things if you if you put like this naming seasons and uh naming months like that way,
0: yeah yeah that's in yeah, yeah, you have a point, so.
1: but of course I cannot, I cannot i can create my own calendar <laughs>
0: well, you could I mean you could start
1: <laughs> i mean i do I, if you way. do do you do do you do you notice also like okay, do you notice for instance, like in your uh what they call chronobiology like your 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 internal clock yeah do you notice any difference between of it
0: um i mean if you think about it like as a kid i had a lot more energy compared to now i'm heading to my 30s you mean that in that way
1: i mean like in in the in terms of seasons
0: in terms of seasons, well, the thing is, for the female, we do. I mean, you can look at in this way for for our menstruation. There is also a way that you could also split, um, our menstruation cycle in 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 seasons, which is quite interesting. I mean, that's another whole topic, which comes actually from I think. From the in, in Indians, Native Americans, this whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, aspect that um, that actually when you when you're menstruating you're in the winter season when you're just out of it you're in spring and that's when you have more energy and then it leads to summer and that's where you have a lot of energy and all that stuff and then from summer you go to autumn and then you get less energy and that is also the moment to reflect do less things and then in um, in your winter time, your period time, you just make sure not to plan a lot of things on your day, for example. Mm-hmm. So that's another different system to organize your day in a way. Funny enough, I'm actually experimenting on it. Um, this is my second month in. Um, so far, it's, it's going well. I mean... I still need to continue and see if there if I see any patterns but so f- for now I noticed that um it's it's nice to know when not to book any a uh, lot of things you know on the week and then really rest your body which is really beneficial for your menstruation you know you don't have to be you don't you can be just nice to yourself and don't be too hard on yourself because then you know oh Wait, Roxanne, you're in winter season, so now you can just do nothing and relax, you mm-hmm. know? When I notice when I'm in spring, I notice that I have so much energy, Energy, I want to do projects, I want to meet people, and all that stuff, so which is interesting, yeah, in the perspective of, yeah, of uh, menstruation.
1: That's why you have to increase, like, the levels of oxytocin, right? The hormone yeah. of love and care. Yeah, yeah. that's true. No, but you know, uh, uh, of course, like it, it does have that influences on the on the cycle and the mm-hmm. moon, right? As also, also like some, that's an-
0: that's, uh, that's also another system. Do you, and do yeah. you notice it in your monthly um, cycles? I mean, I'm sure also males have it as well. Even though
1: I, I don't really, I'm not that sensitive to feel like that way. However, I do have that sensibility in terms of uh seasons, you know what I
0: mean?
1: Oh uh, you do. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like the quantity of foods that I eat, in terms of appetite, so I'm, I'm I'm saying uh the appetite gets different during the winter I have more appetite and I can eat much more than during the summer. I, I kind of don't eat that much. In terms of water intake, I I rarely I forgot actually to drink water during the winter. Um, but in the summer, it's, it's request to drink water, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the body's like, so, <laughs> and what a bit water, you know, mean? what about the water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, like yeah there's different aspects up there I'm just saying like uh, winter summer but then we have like springtime is exactly what you mentioned about being more creative bring more energy doing like more stuff even if I'm not like a spring person per se no you're not I'm once and like the spring I will give it all for the nature and everything and Mm -hmm. I I like it to see things growing and things coming out but I I think my uh, my season is not necessarily spring. Uh, I like autumn. Mm-hmm. I really like autumn because it's still it's still warm. Uh, the days are getting uh, like shorter, but you see like the beautiful uh, sunsets mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what I say that I I'm more like an autumn winter person.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, so you prefer the autumn and winter. Yeah. Oh, wow. I learned something new again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like autumn and uh, autumn and winter because of the snow and everything. Oh, okay. uh, I kind of like that. Not necessarily because of the cold. I don't think, so. I mean, exist people who like cold, but it's, I'm not saying like I like the cold. I like just the fact of, you know, days are i <laughs> over there, but it, autumn is probably definitely my favorite season because the the sea is still warm, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can still swim in the sea yeah. uh, because it's warm even if the temperature outside probably is the same temperature in the water. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't make too much of a difference. Uh, yeah, wow, that's probably one of the reasons. Yeah.
0: Well, we make a good team because I prefer spring and summer.
1: Oh, you spring and summer.
0: (laughs) And autumn. Autumn uh, I also love. But winter, no. I can skip winter.
1: (laughs) You could skip winter, yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, we have reached the end of our talk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Roxanne. I'm going to enjoy again. Yeah, I'm
0: going to leave you in Spain. Enjoy the sun. Yes. And um, for the people who are still curious about microgreens, definitely have a listen to both super interesting and um yeah and then i will Fernando. i will see you back in amsterdam
1: thank you robson for the call i yeah. uh, will be in amsterdam soon probably with a little bit of more tent and, and 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 love <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes so this was it people Um, If you want to contact us, uh, we have our Instagram page, THH. Or you can uh, email us, thehealthhunters at gmail.com. And uh, see you next week.
1: Bye.
0: Bye, Fernando.